Sorry, we're closed. Welcome back. Uh, so um, that. Welcome back, Sean. <laughs> it's great to have you here at this beginning of this podcast. Um, a little fireball here. <laughs> yeah, a little fireball. Right, I'll go into the to that to the Princeton. To the real so you were story. at Princeton. I was at Princeton yesterday. Okay. Why'd you go there? I went to Princeton to go watch Princeton Tigers okay. take on the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Okay. All right. UMBC. UMBC. Mm-hmm. Who has a practice facility, by the way? A yeah, basketball I mean, I practice. Looked at, I looked at your Instagram story, or not Instagram story. Someone posted it, maybe Kevin's. Princeton's even a little facility there. Look nice. Yeah, but it, Princeton has a nice like arena to play in. Yeah, but you don't. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Endowment. Do you understand what? Do you understand what I'm saying when I say they have a practice facility, a standalone practice facility? Yeah, I understand and how what you're rare saying. that is for an American East school. Yeah, oh, I can understand what you're saying. It's just crazy. <laughs> okay, but anyway, on. so I went to go see. I went to go see them, see them play. Um. Princeton, by the way, has a guy on their team who should be playing at Kentucky. Wow. He is phenomenal. That good. He's phenomenal. Uh, he was scoring at will yesterday. I uh, was really impressed by him. Uh, I assume they won. They did win. They won handily. They had some they had they had a couple good guys on the team. I, I, I think I think it would be very it would be very surprising if somebody else won the Ivy League this year. Uh, they've already beaten. Well, a if you said there's majors. a guy that should be there from Kentucky, yeah. yeah. Then yes, I would imagine. They, that they've as well. they've they've already won a, a couple high major games, okay. and I think that I think that uh, they were saying that like this guy, after he graduated from Princeton this year, supposedly mm-hmm. they are going to he like do like a grad transfer or a high major or something. But that's not what I want to say. Okay, what did you want to say? Say it on UMBC on the actual team. Mm-hmm. There is somebody who is potentially under five feet tall. And he's one of their best players. I assume he's like a quick point guard. He's not slow. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine him being slow. Interesting. It, I mean... So he's he, he probably po- the shortest player in the I think he was averaging... Basketball. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. How uh, tall was Muggsy Bogues? 5'3". 100% shorter. 100% shorter we're than talking, 5'3". We're talking dwarf. Okay. He it ha- he possible. I think he's a, a slightly above that. Isn't there? Isn't there like a, a height requirement? If there is, I'm, I'm, sure there is. I'm going to. Uh, he has Hold to on. meet it. You you keep talking. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna Google that. Okay. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> <Talk>. <laughs> Hold on. I want to put a mint in my mouth. Okay. Just so don't do. Talking. Just don't do what you do when we play Fortnite. Where you put the mint in your mouth, and now everyone that's listening to this podcast just hears that that mm, it's just so. Yeah, don't do that. That's disgusting. Oh my god, I don't. Under, we just lost probably half our viewership, and by viewership I mean listenership. There could be viewership. There could be mom watch, watches. She wants to watch. I know, but I don't let her because my video keeps going out. Okay, so <laughs> so they have a guy. He's listed on the roster at five two. I'm going to say that is extremely generous. Um, what do we got there? It says dwarfism is, is short stature that results from a genetic or medical condition, which we knew. Dwarfism is generally defined as an adult height of four feet ten inches or less. Okay. I'm going to say he's generally though. That's, I don't doesn't seem as though that's a, a steadfast rule. I'm going to say he's he is 
he might fall into the category. Okay. So I mean, if he's a hundred percent shorter than a five foot three Muggsy Bogues, a hundred percent. That means 100%. he's not five two no. or five one because that's yeah, definitive from a height from from an eyes definitive. You, yeah, it's you didn't have Muggsy there mm-hmm. to, to to compare. So you're saying he's a minimum five feet or below. Yeah, I I I, I say okay. for sure. Interesting. But and he was very good. I mean, he aver- I looked him up. He averages eleven points per game. Okay. He. He he got himself into a bunch of situations where like like you remember what Colleen used to do where she would like run under the yes. basket she was just yes. gonna get smoked yes she he ran into a couple of those situations okay. where it's he was gonna happen yep fine. obviously but he was like he was like attacking the rim uh, and uh, like he he was a good player he was a freaking good player interesting especially and I was thinking about like how good he must have have to have been to have gotten I assume he's on scholarship there with the amount of minutes he was playing. How good must he have had to have been in high school to receive a Division One offer? I mean, uh, unbelievable, probably. To get a Division One college basketball offer, you're amazing. You're, you're a phenomenal. You're killing in high school. You're killing in high school because Division One is just a different level. Obviously, yeah. Quite literally, they actually have levels. It is a different one than the other ones. Yes. Um, all right. Well, that's a little fun fact there. That was so UMBC. Uh, I think that if we're if we're we're gonna we're talking about the. The uh, mid-major Cinderella watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to fall on it. I think they're a team that could end end up in the in the dance. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a team that's going to win in the dance. Princeton, on the other hand, I know I've t- mentioned them already in the podcast. They could win in March. Well, with a guy in Kentucky, Go, should that should have been going yeah. to Kentucky? Yeah, I, you know, any anything can happen in March Madness. Yeah, anything can happen in March. Princeton's Madness. a team to keep an eye on. Okay, and I think did you mention that early in the year? Yeah, I have two. I have two. I have two. Who did I say? I think I said Princeton first. Okay. I don't know if I said the second team. The other um, mid-major team that uh, you obviously have to keep your eye on is Iona. Oh, they have always, because Rick Pitino. Because Rick Pitino. But they they have a top 10 win under their belt this year. They beat Alabama. First time ever a max Alabama's school. six right now, right? Right. I don't they know. Just, I think I, because I, when, the only reason I know this is because uh, when either, either I'm at one of my bars or I'm at the gym, they usually have these stuff coming up on the bottom line. Uh, and I think I saw Alabama at number six. They're a good team. Great team. Great team. Uh, Duke two, and then who was number one? Baylor just Baylor just became number one. one. Yes, yeah. that's what I saw. Uh, I but Iona beat Alabama, which is unbelievable at that level. Okay, so you're gonna have to watch those. Are, those are the two mid majors that I've seen this year where I think they could do something in March. Okay. Off topic. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Seamless transitions here. The camera. So I. So as you guys know that if you watch the YouTubes and, and lack of content the past couple of weeks is my fault because my cameras keep going out. I had a. I had an iPhone. What did I have? An eleven. I think because what do you have? Because you had one better than me. I think I have. Well, I have two years ago now. Uh, two years in March. So maybe yours is eleven. I had the ten. Okay. Um, my iPhone kept going out. And so we didn't have any video content. Now I got a new iPhone, and I got to tell you, I don't know if it's the camera. or. Are just, you saying it's noticeable right now? I can tell you right now, I look tremendous. Because in real life, you look horrendous. Okay, so it has to be the camera. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, it's just super clear. I mean, obviously I have the ring light, but I love it. I got my my camera is gigantic. I'm looking at it from my end. Yes. I hate that now I don't have the best phone. It's gone. Don't worry. Right, so this is good. Well, you got a year into yours. No, this is two. I'm two in March. 
My payment's almost up. Time to start a new payment plan. <laughs> <laughs> Screw smaller bills. <laughs> Lock me back in. <laughs> you know, they have. There's a <clears throat> Tony Robbins always talks about this. He's like, you have like a like a default. So like, if you if you like make a lot of money, like you, it's like it's like past your like your default setting. Okay. So like, if you have like a month where you make like a ton of money, you'll you'll just you'll drip it out and you get back to what, like your comfort zone. And vice versa, if you like make nothing, you're like holy crap, and it speeds you up to get back to that set yeah. point. So once I once I stop these payments, my set point's gonna be all screw all yeah. screw. I gotta find something to spend money on. S- boost that money, my friend. I I, I just stopped paying for a a. a, a a software service for my business. Uh-huh. It was six hundred fifty dollars a month. It was a lot. It's a good amount. And uh, I, I just stopped it in October. I have I have picked up several subscriptions since. Not not that not that big, but like a couple of them. It's still not adding up to that. But I'm like, okay, Sean, let's relax here, buddy boy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean there's definitely something to that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, speaking of default settings. Okay. I want to upgrade my default setting, and, and I like want to I want to dive into the conversation we had prior to this podcast. Oh, like New York I, City I apartments. Would, I would love to have that conversation. New York City, specifically apartments. your default setting. So here here's interest here's an interesting thing. Okay. So me and Patrick were talking about before the podcast. We were uh, we were sitting on the couch where we can overlook Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, phenomenal view, a phenomenal, phenomenal view. view overlooking Manhattan and and Midtown. To like be yeah, we were looking at like. Like I, I, one of my favorite pastimes is to just watch like apartment tours on YouTube. I love real estate YouTube, and they watch. I watch like sick apartments in New York, Miami. It's really pretty much it. I don't, there's nowhere else that I really want to look at apartments. Um, but so I have a pretty good. I have a pretty good baseline understanding for like if you point out like a building and a like where you want to be in the building. I have a pretty good idea, roughly. Like how much it's going to cost to live in that building, so we were we were looking at it. We were looking at a bunch of different buildings. Um, I was spitting out a lot of different price points. And what I, my opinion is, if you want to live in New York City, I think there's two ways to do it. Number one, you're right out of college and you want the experience. You want to live. You go down to Greenwich Village. You live in a studio with three people, uh, and you just you just slum it, right? I think that's number one. And then the other way you do it is you are absolutely overflowing with money. Uh, and you buy a really nice place because the rents get cr- rents and prices are astronomical in, in Manhattan. Yes, astronomical. So we're gonna start off with a cause we're gonna, we're gonna dive a little more into this. Cause I I really enjoy talking about this. A little background on what I'm doing is I just I you know every now and again I get the itch to move. Uh, I live in Hoboken now. I like Hoboken, but you know every now and again you wanna. I mean, there's nothing more swaggy than New York City. The lure of of like living that lifestyle in a 60th floor, full floor penthouse. Uh, there, I mean, there's not a lot. There's not a lot cooler than, than yes. like like really truly. That is the top. Each person might have a preference on what their top is, but you know, in regards to being on this planet, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. Yes. So I just googled the most expensive apartment in the in New York City. Two twenty five was the was the selling price, I believe. The, okay. According to Google, and this seemed a little low for me as well, because okay. I thought I heard something in the twos as well, but as of July 27th of this year, the most expensive apartment was $169 million. Okay. It was in the Trophy Penthouse in NYC, uh, and it's the most expensive listing. It's the most expensive listing. Let me give you the address. 432 Park Avenue. Okay, so that is the... 
uh, the the original pencil tower. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know like exactly. Before about. Hudson Yards yep. was built. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. So it's bottom. That is bottom right right hand corner of Central Park. Okay. So that was the original. At least it's the most expensive listing as it stays right, right. now. It does not necessarily mean it's the most expensive apartment okay. that has gone. Uh, there in that same tower, there's a YouTube video, a YouTube tour of that of that apartment. Okay. It's. I mean, it would be cool to watch. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like our work is done for the day. Yes. <laughs> Just thinking about what you'd have to put down. I mean, granted, I mean, we actually just found this out the other day, and what we were talking about is like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all this stuff. Like, right. they just back a lot of stuff with their stock. Right. Uh, they don't put necessarily a lot of money down or anything like that. They just, you know, they the banks want to do work with Amazon and, right. and Tesla right. and all that stuff. So they they just they give them what right. they want. Um, so a different world there. And I think once you get to a certain level of <laughs> stature, it is a different world. Well, if you're buying a hundred and sixty-five, hundred sixty-nine million, hundred sixty-nine million dollar apartment. You, you are not like a high up in the in, in an industry. You are, are the, the industry. industry. Yes, like that. I know Michael Dell mm-hmm. bought one of the. I think he. What company does he work for? I want to say Microsoft. Microsoft. Uh, maybe M M&M and M Mars. Okay, M M&M and M Mars. Maybe <laughs> Mitsub- both. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Ticonderoga pencils. <laughs> Ty- I haven't heard that. That was a Wolf Ferrell thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think that. He bought, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the building, uh, but it was like the original like big tower on, on Billionaire's Row. I think he bought the penthouse in that. Uh, I don't remember the price, but I think he was like the original, like I bought the sickest place. Okay. Um, and obviously they've, they've gone up. But here's the thing. like just be, well, I think about it this way too. If I'm the real estate agent, who am I looking for? Like, you're, like you have like six people in the world you can sell that to. Yes. At most, like what? Like who? Who do you? How do you? How do you go about selling that? I wish I had an answer for Cause, that. Because, yeah, you're looking at. You're, I mean, can an, is that is that make sense for a regular billionaire? I'm worth a billion dollars. I'm not spending a hundred. I'm not spending sixteen percent of my net worth on an apartment. Well, you have to also consider that they're not going to do that immediately. They're going to put down, let's say, twenty million dollars or so. Right. And so then they have payments. Um, and basically, it, it, the thing that's impressive is this, this is what blows my mind. This is what I don't understand. And this is why you have it just has to be great conversation. By yes. The way. It just has to be through connections in the bank. Because he, at the end of the day, we're, we're going to take Jeff Bezos out of the equation, equation, Elon Musk out of the equation, those top, top guys out of the equation. And we're talking about because <laughs> they, they're writing you a check. Yes. They, <laughs> they don't need to worry about it. Um, like Elon Musk, I think sold six billion worth of Tesla stock the, the, right. over the past month or so. He could he could could have bought what you know forty of these apartments. <laughs> um, I'd actually like the whole building. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So it yeah it, that's just it's just different types of stuff. Okay. But you have to have connections with the bank because here and they obviously do at that kind of level. But the thing here is is the, their net worth is so you know when people get to billionaire status and again a lot of people don't understand this is when you get to billionaire status your net worth is tied up in assets right like i i and i remember talking i was talking to my business partner one time and he was talking about and this is a very smaller level we're talking about millionaires maybe five to ten million you know maybe even 15 yeah they (laughs) are way less liquid with their money than guys like me and you would be yeah um and like if you we know, like want 30, 40 millionaires, 30, where, 40 million, that's yes. where it goes back to the liquid yes. assets. Yes, of course. But like you're talking about like, you know, we're trying to, let's say we try to put down a half million dollars for a bar. 
uh, let's say we're we're gonna finance it. We're, or that's that'd be an outrageous bar. Uh, let's say we're let's say we're gonna buy a restaurant group for for let's say um, five million dollars, and it comes with three or four restaurants, and we're gonna put a half million dollars down to finance the deal. Uh, it's tougher when you go to these guys that have five to ten million dollars in net worth, fifteen million in net worth. They have all their net worth is ninety five percent their assets. It's right. not the, they don't have five million in the bank. Um, so it's you know I, my partner has gone to some of these guys before and they say oh, I need six months, I need seven months to go get right. that mo- kind of money. Right. Um, and I think it only gets, I think there's a threshold, but I think it only gets tougher. Like people talk about Jeff Bezos, if that fucking guy sold off, he first off he can't. No. He will never see his two hundred billion dollars in net worth. He can't sell off. He literally crashed the the entire world's economy. <laughs> Which is amazing. If he sold fifteen percent of of Amazon stock, he would because that's about what he owns. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, master. <laughs> sorry, stop. <laughs> Shut up. Um, if you can't hear it, it's the damn device. Alexa, going you can say Alexa. Alexa, Amazon. Shut up. So if he sold off that that stock, he would cr- first of he crash Amazon. Right. He crashed. I'm so sorry. He crashed that that particular company. What if you said we will never crash? <laughs> right. But you crashed that particular company, and you're going to crash the S and P 500. You're going to crash so much shit because right. w- if if for example everyone's like no, no, it's not going to crash. We're okay. So many spe- so much speculation is about to happen about what the hell is this fucking oh, yeah. guy doing? Yeah. Because um, he I think he's right now selling off. Uh, like uh, maybe a billion dollars a year right now of, of that particular company stock to fund uh, SpaceX. Okay. Is he SpaceX? Is that, is that Elon? That's Elon. He is Blue Origin. Blue Origin. So he's he's selling off a billion dollars a year to fund that project. Um, of a funsies. Of a funsies. But so I'm saying like the more you get higher and higher, the people don't realize the less liquid you are and the more you need these banks. But the right. banks need you because they need these $100 million loans right. in order to make money. Right. Um, so it's like it's just a weird thing. It's like it, like I remember seeing uh, there was Donald Trump. Donald Trump. It, it, you know, I know a lot of people hate him, but one of the things that <laughs> I've learned from that guy is ask for more. It's like you ask for these small loans, it's difficult to get. You ask for a hundred million dollar loan, much different conversation. Right. And I remember they talked about him in Atlantic City, and he was you know everyone wants to go off his bankruptcies and all this stuff. But he talked about him in Atlantic City, and he said literally they couldn't let me fail. I they I owed so much money to them. If these CEOs and these guys let me fail, they would fail. And when you get to the status of where the bank is going to fail, yeah. if you fail, it just doesn't work like that. It, it, you're, you're, the bank is fucked, and they have to end up going to these lunches and they try to give you more money. <laughs> it's it's once you get to a certain level, it's just a different game, a completely different think, game. Like, one of the th- real things that I've really noticed is like the diff. It's 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 a thought it's a different thought process mm-hmm. as you like scale up you have to get it's like breaking limiting beliefs along the way up to up to up to that level um i don't really know how we got here from we're talking about NYC apartments but uh, the, 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 it's the connections of the banks to get these places right because these guys don't have this liquid of assets and i mean yes could they sell off i mean a hundred selling off a hundred million dollars for Jeff Bezos, it's not even a blip on the radar. People will be like, "Oh, okay, he wants to go to lunch." Right? Uh, like it's nothing to him. Uh, but when you talk about these apartments, you know, 
you know, they're, they're, they're just not as liquid as everyone thinks they are. So they're certainly, when you get to this level, I would love to, uh, hopefully I eventually am, but I'd love to sit down at the, at the table at these banks and be like, okay, yeah, this, I want to do this. And what is that conversation like versus the person that's going to try to buy a half a million dollar right. house in Marlboro, New Jersey? Right. What that, what, what's the difference in conversations? Who, first off, you're not dealing with the broker anymore. You're not dealing with the, the bank teller. Well, th- I know that there's a thing. I watch, I watch Million Dollar Listing New York, uh, and I know that there's a thing they do like you have to be like a certified buyer. Um, yeah, so, so I was actually going to ask you that. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to go see this fourteen million dollar place, they have to certify that I can afford the fourteen million dollar place. Yeah, not before every, I can show up. Most likely, most unless likely. you know someone probably. Most likely, yeah, most yeah. likely, they're they're gonna they're not gonna want to waste their time. time yeah. putting you but through someone a tour. who can't can't do anything. Yeah, cause a lot of people would just be like, they're not holding an open house. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know? Not, they'd be inundated with requests. Yeah, yeah, no, I got trust. Trust me, trust I'm me. rich. I'm you happy. can't even believe the amount of money that I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, you. I know that. I, I don't know the process of it. Maybe you have to just show some bank statements or something. Yeah. But yeah, you can't just. And I know. And I've seen in the show a lot of times where it's they have a lot. Of, they're very tied up in uh, illiquid assets, and they gotta find a way to to pull it out and, and things like that. And it it, it takes time. And it's like one of the big things for for the higher like the expensive apartments is how quickly can you close, mm-hmm. right? So they'll say like this apartment's fifteen million. I'll give you nine. Cl- I'll close in thirty days. Yes. Right. So now you can you can get a discount because you're gonna go quicker. It's m- it's less likely to fall out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get probably those big deals. It goes through the goes through the. There's a yep. huge process, uh, and all of a sudden now you 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 can't afford it, and and you're not approved and. Uh, and things like that. I'm sure the banks are quite cautious giving out a loan like that. Oh, I'm sure they are. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the those apartments in New York. I mean, some of them are just unbelievable. Yes. Truly unbelievable. Well, we were talking before. We were saying that what's in. I think I'm sure a lot of people. Um, we you know we have a couple hundred listeners on this on this podcast, give or take. Uh, and uh, I think there 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 in that couple hundred, there has to be people out there that do the same thing we do. And you look for these this fun stuff, and like we were talking prior to the the podcast, was what would you what was the, what's the minimum down payment we're looking if we're we're counting regular people, we're not saying that I have a that in this scenario that you at home have a have a connect with the bank that allows you to do something different than what you would normally do. We're saying regular Joe putting twenty percent at ten to twenty percent right. down. Let's just say twenty. Putting twenty percent down on a place. What's the minimum down payment you're looking at to have a place where when people walk into it in Manhattan, they're like, "Wow, yeah, this is magnificent." And I think we came to the number of between one and two million, one to three million dollars is uh, yeah. about that. Price I, I range. think if you uh, if a million dollar place in New York, you're on the first floor. I'm saying million dollar. I know down, down payment. payment. I know what well, I'm. I'm going to scale up for you. So I'm saying like a million dollar. I I don't. I just know like the prices of the apartments. Mm-hmm. Um. And I choose not to do math to go any further. Okay. But like, so I think if you're like, I was walking down uh, Fifth Avenue the other day, and I saw like these apartments right next to Central Park. Uh, first floor looked really nice when I was looking in them, and I was like, "That's a 1.5 million dollar apartment, mm. first floor, right?" And then I think I think you're not you're not even scratching a view until you are above in between i would say between five and seven million million. as your the list price for your apartment so down payment would be like one million million to one five yeah uh above that you're you can start getting into some into some cool areas 
from at least from my knowledge like that's where things but so here's a really interesting story that's what I meant to say uh, Tony Robbins in his book uh, Money Master the Game hmm. have you read that? it's huge it's like 500 600 pages there's or a chance I, I read like one you, of his books. It like was very have. difficult to get through, and it was it enormous. It had to be that one, though. And and it was very difficult to get through. It was like a, I had to really use mental toughness. Okay, uh, definitely get right book. But he tells he tells a story about he was at a seminar doing a seminar, and he you know he asks everybody like what's the what how much money do you want to make in your life, and everyone's just like a million, five million, ten million, and then some guy stands up in the back and he's like one billion dollars. Doctor Evil, yeah, yeah. Doctor Evil. And so, you know, this is apparently he was a young kid in his 20s and he calls him and he calls him up, brings him up to the stage. And he's like, all right, how, you want to make a billion dollars, right? And he's like, OK, so I want you to go through and I want you to list out like your wildest fantasy. Like, what are the things that you would want? And the guy's like, I want a private island. I want all this stuff, a plane, blah, blah, blah. And they've rattled it out. And it turns out in order for him to afford his wildest fantasy, he needed to earn. He needed to be making like. I don't know. He needed to be like a 15 millionaire or something like that, yeah. right? And the the point was like your understanding of what a billion dollars is is way off. Like the difference between 1 million and 1 billion is gargantuan. Gargantuan. Gargantuan, right? It's just like as like it's just hard to comprehend that much money. So the exercise he had everybody do, which is really cool, is he had everybody come up with your wildest fantasy. So mine mine was <clears throat> it was 111 Murray uh, it's uh, it a high-rise, 60-something, 60 80-something floor uh, building by the World Trade Center right there. Uh, and I was like, okay, there's like a six, there's a 60-second floor looking uptown, unbelievable view. Uh, I think the price, the list price was like maybe $24 million or something like that. So I was like, all right, $24 million. They had you go through, like, calculate how much your monthly payment was going to be. Uh, then I was like, I'll have a Ford F-150 Raptor because whatever, you know. What else? And then I'll have a Tesla at the same time. And I also had an airplane, right? Because I was of like, course. I wanted to no, have Might an airplane. Well. I had, and then I was like, okay, the other things I would want if I was really stretching myself. He was like, pick like two like outrageous things, uh, pick like three like luxuries and so mm. on. So, so I had a chef and a driver along with it. Mandatory. 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 So he has you go through the exercise, find the, find the prices for everything. And how much do you think that lifestyle would cost me? Like my, what would my annual salary have to be? And of course, it would be it would be take home, but uh, how much? Yeah, okay. How much? We're not diving into taxes. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> in your tax doing. bracket now. Right. How much money do I have to make per year to afford that? So it was. It, let me just let me just re- recap a little yep. bit for me. And uh, and for everyone back at home, what are your guesses? <laughs> Type it in the chat. <laughs> Type it in the chat. And this is brought to you by <laughs> Toll Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you want luxury? Toll Brothers is for you. Uh, uh, so okay, so we're talking. We're talking a plane. We're talking. Uh, I, know, well, I, did, I don't think I did a Gulf Stream. I think I did like a like a reg, like a good plane. Okay, I have no concept of what that means. Uh, plane. We're talking Tesla and Ford, uh, Ford Raptor. Yep. Um, twenty-two million dollar uh, apartment. Twenty-two million dollar apartment. Uh, what else did I miss? Chef and chef driver. and driver. Yep. Okay. Let me see if I can price it out. Let's okay. have some fun here. Let's have some fun. All right. I think a, a, a full time chef and full time driver is going to cost you. About I'm gonna go on the high end. I think two hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, hundred for each. I think you're paying six figures. You might end up paying more for the chef, but let's just say, for example, two hundred thousand. We're at two hundred thousand dollars right now. Okay, so right there, you have to make me two hundred thousand. Um, twenty-two million dollar apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm saying 
I'm saying you put down you put down 20%. So that's going to be 10% of 22 million is 2.2, so 4.4 million dollars. So you, so now well I guess we're talking about payments. Yeah. So let's we, say we, the payment, payment is say the payment well based off what I think you said uh, it was like 78,000 or something like that for something right. else. Let's say the payment is 40 grand a month. Okay. So you're talking about a half a million dollars a year there. So now we're at 700,000. From that point, um, I assume you financed your jet. Uh, so, <laughs> so I have no concept of it, but that's part of the exercise. So I don't want you to tell me. So, But let's say the jet is going to cost you uh, – you've you told me jets aren't that expensive, as much expensive as we think they are, but it's a nice I'll jet. Give you, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a ballpark. Oh, if you get an absolute piece of crap jet, it would be about 100 grand. If you got – the Gulfstream, it would be about sixty million. Sixty million. Okay, so let's say, let's okay, let's say you're right in the same twenty-two million dollar apartment. Okay. So we're going to say another half a million dollars there. So it's so now we're at a million, one point two million dollars. Uh, the Ford Raptor and Tesla is bitch work at this point. Um, you know, you probably bought that in full, but let's say you financed for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's say yeah, you're right to check at that point. Yeah, yeah let's say it's let's say, let's say it's a thousand dollars in total. A month for that, so it's another twelve grand. So one point two million. Um, so you're, let's say it's one. Let's call it an even one three, even though that's ridiculous. But an even one three, and then you have you have you have to live. Uh, so you've got your house out of the way, but you still have bills and things like that. So I'm gonna say your electric, yeah, <laughs> internet. You're playing Comcast. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say one point five million dollars a year in order to afford that lifestyle, and I still think you're cutting it thin. And, and so what you're saying, well, like when you think about it, just think about this for That's a second. That's take home. Yeah, it's take home. Like, think about that. You are a loser in the NBA if you're making $1.5 million. Yes. Yes. So I did I did it all out. And I know that there were, there were some expenses that I didn't get. I okay. didn't get – I don't think I did taxes uh, or, like, the amenity fees for, for the building. Okay. I, did, okay. I, I, didn't, okay. I, didn't, yep. I don't know that yep. I had that. Yep. But the number that I came out with was 475000 Wow. I am way higher. Yeah. Yeah, way higher. And the and that was the idea of the thing like like four hundred seventy five thousand that is a freaking doable salary now you, you would spend every penny of it <laughs> on, on your lifestyle um, but but that that's what he's saying is like a bi- if you are a billionaire you are it is unfathomable what the the amount of money that you have I have I have a uh, what do you call him uh, a f- a friend of mine, I guess, uh, who ran his own hedge fund in New York City. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's anywhere near a billionaire, and he is fully financially free to the max. Like Park Avenue, beautiful spot, celebrities in the building, uh, right on the park. You know, he's flying all over the place, having a great time, Uh and he is uh, he is nowhere near a billion dollars. Yeah, I think to have a really nice life, like a really like your your buddies, a really nice life, uh, your your net worth probably can be can be thirty million dollars. I think I I think you are financially free after you go over three hundred grand, and then like after that, it's like oh, how financially free do you want to be? <laughs> do you want to do you want to fly first class or do you want to own the plane? That's true, right? Yes. But one of the things that Tony also talked about was he said like. Like the guy was like, "You want a private island?" He's like, "Okay, well, let's. This is this is. You want a private island, so this is what it's going to cost think I'd you." I never want a private island. Well, that well that was this thing. He was like, "Well, you could buy the island, or you could 
rent the island twice a year, have the staff, and it will cost you one percent yes. of what it would cost you the for bike. the for the island. So there's like there's like a variety of yeah. ways to I, to I, do I, these things. Yes, you know, like it would be sick. Like I think the same thing about other houses. Like it would be sick to have a house in L.A., Paris, New York, the Hamptons, but I'm never there. Yes. Like I'll have my, I'll have, and even I think about these with these big apartments. Now, don't get me wrong, I'll take one, of course. But I'm, a, I don't want an apartment or a house where I don't, I don't go in rooms. Well, I think, like I said, and uh, we're, I'm currently in, in, and I've told you this, but the, my viewers at home, I'm currently in talks with uh, a gentleman about purchasing um, into a, a a restaurant group, uh, and he has a house in Paris, he has a house in the Hamptons, he lives on uh, 89th and Lex or something like that. Uh, he lives, and he has got a house in Putacana. Okay. Uh, so he's financially free. He has what he needs. I think when you do those multiple places, one, you just have the freedom to go whenever the hell you want. Yes. Um, and on top of it, I think you said that you said you're talking about. I not, okay. I don't care yeah. anymore. Like yes, I think with the way Tony's exercise works, I think is important for people to understand that you don't need as much money as you think you need. Like not even close to as much money as you think you need. Um, but I think when you're when you're buying these places, it's because you just don't care anymore. I'm just. I don't care about the. I don't care about the. You straight up. Rent. It is straight up a non-factor yes, for you. Not, because I'm even for a me, magnificent home, and I can go. I'd rather stay at the Four Seasons. Four Somebody seasons clean up. Nice. Clean up after me. Yeah, I, will, uh, I think again at, at this level, you're probably That's true. I, that, that is. That is not. <laughs> I want you to make my bed. Make it in front of me, please. Yeah. Thank you. I, I want hospital corners. <laughs> tuck it in. Now untuck it. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> You'd be a terrible person, Sean. People would not want to work for you, <laughs> um, but well, uh, yeah. So I, that, I never understood that. Like I don't that that like having things that that I'm not using because it would be cool to go to Miami. But I go to Miami a couple times a year. <laughs> right? Yes, I go to the Hamptons. Uh, the Hamptons is maybe a little different because they're always getting out there on the weekends in the summer. Um, yes, and we in our where we currently live. Yeah, I, I would get a place in the Hamptons where I got a place in South Beach. The other thing with South Beach, and this is going to be a whole another topic. <laughs> it, I have no idea if fucking global warming's true or not. No clue. Uh, very true. No clue. Very true. But it's apparently, if it is, Miami's in some big trouble. <laughs> well, that seems to be the first place to go. Yeah, so, right after the Great Barrier Reef. Yes, I certainly don't. Um, I'm not going to test it, especially because I have no interest in that anyway. I'd rather stay. Um, what's the place? Fountain Blue. Uh, I I've been in the. I've now been in the Fountain Blue a couple times. Quite enjoyed it. I've never been there. It's nice. Yeah, apparently, it's where Sinatra goes. You actually saw he's, there's a couple pictures of Sinatra while he was there, mm-hmm. and, and people just absolutely mobbing him. We um, stayed. We stayed. We stayed in a Four Seasons with the Lakers in Miami. Was it on South Beach or was it in Miami? Oh, no, it was. Yeah, like, of course, it's in Miami. Yeah, they, you, that's where the the place is. N- I, like that's where the arena is. Oh, I thought the, oh. South Beach is out of the way. Okay. Like you have to grow we up. went to South Beach. Okay. We went to South Beach on the evening. Of course. You have to go, we have to go over. Like, most people, like, but we had to Uber. Yes. I'm in the NBA here. I don't Uber. Yes. Uh, I'm actually surprised. Well, I guess you didn't really have anyone that big that I, well, Uber at the time. Well, I, as you know what I also think is I think we had a couple party guys on the thing. <laughs> they were trying to keep them away. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 know, I remember talking. Um, I don't remember what team I was on at the time because uh, I was on so many freaking different ones. But I remember talking about different. Th- maybe it was the twins. That was in the most, mostly in the big leagues for them. I remember them guys talking that, uh, like, it was a fight with the team to try to get to stay on South Beach. Like that was not a thing they wanted because um, of the parties. I, they always they. I think that definitely plays a role. I think also the plays a role of like it, this is so out of the way. Like the now the <laughs> ride, the ride, especially especially in the Marlins. I did, that's like 
It's like 30, yeah, 45 minutes out. away. I don't even know if it's, it's in out. actual Miami. Because Miami, uh, the, the, the Heat's arena is yeah. in Miami, is yeah. it not? Yeah, I think they're outside by the Dolphins. Have you, have you, have you been to Miami? You've been to Miami that one time. <laughs> yes. You flew straight in. I don't know where the airport is. Uh, where you like? I, a I lot of times drove. we flew to different airports. We flew to like like local airports. Oh, it makes sense because you're in private jets. Um, so, but yeah, you fly in. Like, I remember because I always drove to Miami from um, spring training when yeah. I would want to oh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm always driving in, and you and you pass like the 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 uh, Dolphins place. Yeah, hard rock. And you're still got like. 45 minutes to get to South Beach. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where the Marlins place is. I'm assuming it's probably out, out by there too. Uh, but uh, I, I, I have no interest in Miami. I love how we're on a tangent about Miami right <laughs> we, now. We're all, this has been a great podcast. Oh, great I've podcast. really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, but yeah, it's. I just think at that level when you're buying those places and you have multiple homes, it's convenience and I just don't care anymore. I have enough. Yeah. I mean, when and you I really have enough, you when you really have when it just does not yeah. matter anymore. I think my second home, uh, my first. Oh, here, let's talk about this. Okay. Let's end on this because okay. we're we're doing a good number here. We're doing a great let's end number. On this. First place, your first place that would be your second home, your first purchase. I will say that I at that moment I'm living in Manhattan, and we're gonna say right now money is no object. Okay, you're loaded, um, making over four hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> making hundreds of dollars. Yeah, so you're you're loaded at this point. Your first place that you're buying your second home in. I am probably going to go up to like the Yellowstone Club in Montana. Okay. Or something like that. So it's going to cost you 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> For a seven bedroom. <laughs> With 4,000 acres. We, we had a guy, when I worked in Mo- Montana, we had a guy, you know how you know, minor leaguers, they find all the deals. Mm-hmm. We had a guy, we had a guy uh, find a place for like 2000 a month, a house, and it was on like 750 acres. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I, I think I prefer that. I think that's where I would, would I think that would be most likely to go there the most. Okay. I think, my, I, I would say that I am most likely to do the Hamptons. Okay. It's my second home, summer home. I think there is a uh, a decent chance uh, that I ju- I do one on the West Coast though. Where on the West Coast? I'm not really sure. Maybe Newport Beach, maybe mm. LA, down San Diego area. Um, I can see myself. Beach yeah, I can spot. see. I can see myself doing stuff like that just solely <laughs> because I'm already on the East Coast. The LA area, they're like, like you go down by, if you want to be like up in the hills. And we're saying money is no object, so I would do. Okay, I then. would do more of a. I would lean just if for no other reason than traffic. I would lean more. Money's no object. You saying. get in the chopper. Exactly. <laughs> I would lean more to the San Diego Newport Beach area where I could chopper into L.A. if I needed to. You get the chopper. Yeah, but I don't know that that necessarily. Um, like I'm not doing that for business purposes. Although I guess that would probably be helpful just to have West Coast stuff if I yeah. had a West Coast stuff. But I would say there's a chance I go West Coast just because I already have the East Coast place. Like I'm buying if I buy a house in the Hamptons and I live in Manhattan, I'm buying a home that's like three miles from me. <laughs> like it seems weird to do. I would do it's it. It's a 45 minute helicopter ride. So it's it's out there. It's, it's out, out there. there. But we're all set. Money's no object. Money's no object. So interesting. I love I love that. I, I do. You're going. You're going out to uh, the Yellowstone. Yep. For you know, forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be the most. That would be the place that I would be most interested. Like, I'm not a beach guy. No, you're not. I do like. I would. I think the Hamptons is a cool deal, but it is super close. Um, like, I, I if I'm, I'll just chopper in and chopper out back to my bed. You know, I think. I think. 
I think that, but I, I, I think I would also very much consider a warm place, Scottsdale, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, somewhere. I like, I actually really like Tampa. I think Tampa's got some cool spots. Tampa, there's a lot of money down in Tampa. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money in every major city. Flying into Tampa, like when you're flying into that airport, you're going over some very lovely places. St. Petersburg, St. Yes. Petersburg. Not anymore. I know. Which is kind of bullshit. Want to know why it's bullshit, Sean? And I'll end here. Okay. Because I said I was going to end here last. When, you, when I first got into baseball, they said that there's no way that I could claim um, taxes in my playing state, although I spent most of my time living there. Okay. When you get to, to J- Derek Jeter's stat- status, he could not claim in Tampa because he spent most of his time in New York. They wanted his taxes. In right. New York. So it's like whenever you start making enough money where they want the money, now the rules change, <laughs> which is such a government way of doing things. Yeah. It's so interesting. But like I always said that. I was like, okay, I'm living in Salem, Virginia for the majority of my year. Or even so, we're talking – let's talk about my my um, my, um, my draft year. You know, We're talking about I, I'm living for the majority of the year in Florida, no income tax, and, um, and Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah. Why am I paying New Jersey taxes? Uh, so although mass is not I, I don't believe mass is very great on taxes but it's just it, or even better 2013 where I got hurt in the first week of the year and I spent my I spent my entire summer and spring training from February 1st <coughs> until September end of September because we had instructs end of September instructs. living in Florida no income tax yet I got taxed out the wazoo because I am a New Jersey resident where you get to Derek Jeter, you make enough money, and now you're a New York City resident. You're not St. Petersburg. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Go the... fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's so, the name of the episode. <laughs> that is the name of the episode. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming. I have nothing else to say. Neither do I. Goodbye. Sorry. We're closed. <laughs>